3: Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanillo with Jim Kramer and David Faber looking for our first gain of the week. Futures holding on here as October jobs come in 261,000. That is a beat, but it's the third consecutive month of slower gains, and it's the softest print of the year. Two-year briefly hits $478 lower. Our roadmap begins with that cloudy jobs picture. October payrolls jumping, but a growing list of cutbacks and hiring freezes now continuing to hit corporate America.
0: Plus that China challenge, Starbucks bucks well you may have just seen it it notches record revenue but china comps there they were down 16 percent and as the ad slowdown weighs on warner brothers discovery's earnings its ceo david zaslov says that when it comes to direct consumer subs at any cost
1: is over
3: let's begin with the october jobs number unemployment goes to 3.7. that's the highest since february jim didn't get much relief on labor force participation. Um, is it enough to edge down month on month?
2: No. Uh, I'm seeing trends that are accelerating. It's like French Society American Electric Power, largest trans- transmission company uh, in America, Nick Aikens, uh, outgoing CEO one. And he confirmed a line in this thing, which is really amazing, which is that we have tremendous growth in manufacturing in this country. It's not slowing, it's accelerating, okay? Those are high-priced jobs, and many of them involved with infrastructure, funded, of course, by Congress. I had Secretary Raimondo on last night. They're talking about doubling the number of people who have to be in the CHIPS Act. So you have, on the one hand, a Federal Reserve that is anxious to be able to make it so there's not any wage growth. And then you have uh, the actual numbers, which just show phenomenal strength to the economy. David, this economy is on fire. On fire? Yeah. On f- except What? For, except for Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah, where look, there are either layoffs or hiring freezes galore.
2: So what? <laughs> they hired tremendously. They overhired. I am talking about a manufacturing economy that is so strong. I am talking about an infrastructure economy that is so strong that you're going to have to try to cool that. And there's no way Cal can. It, look, I think the cloud is slowing. That is theoretical. I think that they overhired in Silicon Valley. But I think they've underhired in anything that's infrastructure.
3: Manufacturing added 32,000. That's a lot. Uh, Construction only added 1,000, but no major industry group yeah. lost jobs. Construction's
2: housing. Uh, it's just that when I look at what we have to do in this country, switch the engineers to uh, making many, many more. Uh, parts to the economy has to do with semiconductors. At the same time, there's a tremendous glut in semiconductors. We have enterprise software galore. David, if you ask what the most important stock, the key to this market, which I know you will, um, is actually a company called Atlassian. A simple team, uh, which had talked about macro headwinds. David, team is about putting together stuff in the cloud. Okay, for companies that are trying, for people who are trying to collaborate. Okay. Cloud is slowing. Now, there were people yesterday who directly challenged me on air about the cloud is slowing. The outpouring of people, all of whom people you know, saying, yeah, it's true, uh, made me think that one of the great growth engines of our time has slowed. Right. Now, let's, it's still growing. It's growing at a lower rate. It's it delta is, issue. Right.
0: And, and enterprise software, of course, so many of these companies were valued at incredibly high multiples, including the one you're looking at right there. I mean, that... Is, there are ha- countless stocks that right. look quite similar very that true. are in somewhat similar businesses, which had very high growth and a great deal of hope during a period where, right. frankly, money was still free. Right. And things have changed
2: dramatically. Right. Well, where, where do we really have growth? Now? We have manufacturing growth. We're beginning to see oil companies actually spend. Exxon is spending in the Permian, and they're spending a lot in the Permian. And people are rewarding them with a higher stock price but they're also doing ESG. So Chevron, well, they're, Chevron's they're spending on tech. carbon
0: capture there, but they've been spending in the Permian no, and they are continuing no, to increase their production in rewarded. the Permian. Exxon I mean, mobile. look
2: at Exxon. It's returning to the days of 2013-14. Yes. The glory days. Yes. By the way, Bruce Springsteen was at the Phillies game 2 weeks 2 days ago, but they put another guy who looked like Springsteen on instead he was Springsteen. Okay. Glory days. I got it. I followed your complete train of thought there. Why? It was completely alinear.
0: It was, but I, I got it in the glory days because I actually understood the reference. Issues. And I understand the reference decks on mobile. And suddenly you're talking about them in a way, though, that you haven't been. But they've been adding production in the Permian for some time, Jim.
2: Oh, well, you know it better than I do. <laughs> Can I get that on tape? Do Whatever you want. I had not even gotten to Olaf's to the uh, chancellor. OK, Germany. you want to talk about that? Well, too? I just felt that that's apropos of nothing, which is what he's accused me of. I think that the theme this morning is that America's slowing down, but that China's ready to come back, beginning with foreigners getting the BioNTech. David, yes,
0: it's the beginning. Uh, um, it, it may well be. We're we're once again dealing with uh, um, stories that are indicating a loosening of the COVID restrictions is coming in China. Uh, and that follows on earlier in the week, social media reports that seem to be batted down in a way of similar restrictions being lifted eventually, not right away. Um, but that has got shares of example, for example, Alibaba, which is one of you know, the, the bellwethers right. up almost 10% this morning. Uh, you do have Carl, a lot of the um, financial services executives were in Hong Kong for a conference during the course is that of the week. not David I- Solomon, James Gorman this financial summit in Hong Kong, they're all coming back. And it's just interesting to see some of the messaging.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Schultz said, look, uh, we're going to get uh, the, the BioNTech vaccine for expats. Right. We're going to talk about getting a path for the broader population. We got Xi on the tape himself uh, this morning saying China will continue to open up and pursue win-win uh, cooperation uh, with other countries. Win, That's win, different. Win,
2: because win enterprise, when the Casinos
3: also win. Yes, he he it's not WY w- and M, it's,
2: it's a it's little. A, it's not Steve Win.
3: Casino
0: joke. Yeah, I got that. that was. Um,
3: yeah. But that'd be big. And then, of course, as David said, reports that they may say shorten the um, the time you need to quarantine if you're a foreign traveler. These, Ten this. days, maybe seven or eight.
2: Well, most of the people I deal with are saying it's not till March. I think they're now being too conservative. As you look at the fact that, the, look. When the chancellor of Germany comes to say, listen, maybe it's time that you start using BioNTech and they say, OK, we'll do it for foreigners. Well, if it works? Then why not do it for locals? At the same There's time, some
0: resistance in China, apparently, amongst the local population, which is the population to using uh, foreign vaccines. It's not yeah, just how from about top if, down. Apparently. How
2: about if you make it with a, a partner? How about if you reverse engineer it? But you know what's interesting, Carl, on the Starbucks call? They talked about becoming the greatest non-Chinese employer, but at the same time, they're not giving you any hope for short-term relief from COVID.
3: Yep, uh, Starbucks is a, a big a quarter. Uh, We're we'll talking about it with Jim. U.S. comps up 11, China down 16, a little bit less than expected. And uh, in the uh, call last night, Howard Schultz did talk about the company's future in China.
1: While our long-term aspirations for China remain undiminished. We expect the recovery of our business in the country to be nonlinear. We are confident that when COVID disruptions affecting the country abate, Starbucks will emerge not only as the undisputed leader in our category, but likely the number one Western consumer brand in the country.
2: Can they thread this? Yes, you know what's amazing about about Howard? And I I've had my go around Howard. Yes you have. Yes uh, you but- have. What's the capital of coffee in the world? Where's the greatest cup of coffee in the world? Seattle? I don't know. <laughs> Milan. Okay, yeah. Milan? And Milan's he, best
3: coffee? Is and that... where did he
2: do his call from? Milan. Right in the face of the single best coffee that either one of us has ever had. Milan. Milano. And he's there. That's, it's not a cookie, Davis. It? I
0: did kind of like those Milanos, but not as much as others, so. Never never my top ten. Maybe my,
2: yeah. I just think that the, that call was, again, the old days, like when Howard would orchestrate a call, and it had kind of a Sanhan feel to it.
3: In what what sense? Well, it had
2: an arc. (laughs) Oh, I see. Always ended great, sometimes a little grim when the quarter's (laughs) not good, but they talked about a buyback. Yep. What, do you think it's more Rodgers and Hammerstein? (laughs) Was it,
3: Oklahoma? (laughs) Um, accelerating demand, and then, you know, normally we see we see double-digit pricing with volume down. Here we get both in the positive.
2: I just love the mobile orders pay. I mean, the number mobile in China, 44 percent. Now, obviously, the lockdown there. Sarah Trilling did a terrific job on the call, uh, as did Rachel Rojo. We heard, uh, got a good comment in, in the previous show. But uh, there's 60,000 passionate Chinese associates. And if you want to know who can stay in China despite the? what Gina Raimondo, the fantastic Secretary of Commerce said, you have to make it in China by Chinese. And Secretary Raimondo last night said on Mad Money that if you're, you can declare, are you gonna be for the Chinese or are you gonna be for Americans? If you're for the Chinese, you're out.
3: Let's take a listen to what the secretary told Jim
4: last night. We have to protect the American people against China. Period. Full stop. China has become more aggressive in what they call their military civil fusion strategy, which is essentially fancy talk for buying our
1: sophisticated chips which are supposedly for commercial purposes and putting them into military equipment
4: to advance their military. And this is uh the most strategic, most bold move we've ever made to say no, we're not going to stand for that.
2: See, I think that I'm not a political guy, but there are two ways to tackle China. You can say, listen, you keep your furniture, you take your socks. Or you can say, you know what? You don't get any of the equipment from Lamb Research, from KLA, uh, AMET not coming to you, ASMLF. I think telling them that they got to keep their tables and chairs versus cutting them off from the equipment that is needed to be able to build a better military presence, a bigger military presence, will prove to be more effective. But it will also polarize in a way that you better say, we better build those plants real fast, because Taiwan is going to be in play. Those are key concerns. Is Taiwan Cuba?
0: 1960. Uh, I'm aware of, yeah, but I don't know the answer.
2: You know, sometimes
0: when I Cuba give them is ninety a, a, miles away, a provocative. The, well, uh, Taiwan's from, from Miami. Taiwan, Taiwan. Is, is not not is far from here. Very far.
2: Okay, I'm looking for. I'm trying to find a demonstrable uh, moment about an axis of evil. Previous president, many years ago, put together China, North Korea, Russia. Well, Iran was, it was actually the three of them. Wait, does Germany, is Germany joining the Council Uh, of Western Nations? Or is Germany becoming comfortable with China because they want the sales?
0: Well, Germany does an enormous amount of business with China. They can't cut China
3: off at all.
2: Yeah. And who is really the the linchpin of everything? Yeah, Yeah, we have mentioned in A-block. Elon Musk. Thank you.
3: Uh, we'll get to that. There's plenty of Twitter news, obviously, uh, this morning. And we'll get to all the results. There's a ton. Expedia, Dash, Block, Coin, Hershey, uh, Warner Brothers, Discovery, DraftKings and more. We'll get to all of that and we'll talk a little bit more about the jobs number when we return.
4: Every day.
0: All right. Been focused on shares of Warner Brothers Discovery for some time. It's been a sad story if you own the stock, of course, really ever since the split from uh, AT&T. You can take a look. Uh, That's not instructive of recent. That shows uh, response to after earnings. Now, yesterday, the stock was down in part because suddenly maybe people were taking a look at the other side of the balance sheet. Uh, Obviously, a lot of debt there. Now it's down to 50 billion. They did reduce Uh, the debt. Uh, And, you know, their CFO would say, listen, we have very limited maturities coming up over the next couple of years. They run scenarios. He said, even in the most dire scenarios, no requirement for us to come back to the debt markets to refinance anything. But yesterday, my reporting on uh, Altice, perhaps some people starting to get a little concerned. As for the numbers, uh, uh, going through all of them right there, right? They increased their synergy target to three and a half billion from three billion. They added 2.8 million direct to consumer subs, uh, and they moved up the launch date as well. Thank you for, uh, for their com- combination of HBO Max right. and Discovery Plus. That's going to be in the spring now, so it's coming soon. Um, pricing may go up, they indicated on the call as well. As for the quarter, ad revenue was the big headwind. We've seen it in a lot of other places. They continue to talk about it in the sense of, hey, you know what? It was down 11%. We're going to do about $9.2 billion in adjusted EBITDA this year. And we still see $12 billion next year. But... The reality is, and this is, again, quoting the CFO, the scatter market has been pretty dry right now. It is what it is. As we know from experience, these periods pass, but it's not a very constructive environment right now. And as you heard from a number of other players and peers across the broader advertising market over the last few weeks. So that's in question. They're taking down debt. Their cash flow is impacted by a lot of other write-downs and things of that nature. They still see $3 billion in free cash flow for the, for the full year, uh, and they are reducing costs, Jim. Um, the universe, and then I got some things we'll talk
2: about on direct-to-consumer to that were in interesting. The call versus what you just said, uh, how the NBA on TNT is moving things, you know, being terrific, that the, the sports are great, the movies are really good, all of that was excellent. And David, I come back. Altice, you mentioned yesterday, six times net leverage. That was Altice. Altice. Here's uh, five, five times. There are five times. Now, let me ask you something. When six you point study, two times in Altice. When you study business, yeah. three times yeah. is about as ugly as you want to get.
0: Depends on the business and the cash flow characteristics of the well, business. Right here, they're the, talking what about... The, what here's was the
2: free cash flow this quarter? It wasn't
0: good. What was it? It was negative. Negative $192 But
3: that
2: involved a lot of... I know, this one time yes. they paid the bonds, whatever. They had to pay the bonds. They but, had a no, lot of different things. They're it, still it, looking at $3 billion of free cash flow for the year. But I do still feel but, I do still feel that, that there's a lot of risk. That's, um, not, that's my term for it.
0: You know, not the other grade. reason we, I follow this, I find it fascinating. I have for 25 years now this transition to now what is, of course, direct-to-consumer. Whether or not the business it's replacing, which is the linear cable business, which declined, by the way, Uh, you know uh, revenues were down overall at now we're eight percent here uh, because fewer people are simply connected but you didn't think but whether the characteristics of this new business that we've now been following for years as a result of netflix are going to in any way look like the old business in terms of profitability still remains a key question you know the netflix multiple has come and gone and a lot of these business models that came since saying we got to be about direct-to-consumer. We're built on the idea that, hey, Netflix has got this incredible multiple back in the day, which it doesn't have anymore. Um, and here's what Zaslav had to say about, you know, overall sort of the, the idea of, of, of uh, getting subscribers at any cost.
2: I believe the grand experiment, chasing subs at any cost, is over. Let's face it. The strategy to collapse all windows, starve linear and theatrical, and spend money with abandon while making a fraction in return, all in the service of growing sub-numbers, has ultimately proven, in our view, to be deeply flawed.
0: He went on to say, guys, that uh, the movies we launch in the theater do significantly better in launching a two-hour or an hour and 40-minute movie direct-to-streaming. Has done almost nothing for HBO Max in terms of viewership, retention, or love of the service. Interesting.
3: Yeah. I mean, look at AMC today, where subs were up 44 and revenue still down 16. Now, some of that's currency, uh, but but some of it does reflect the softer ad macro.
2: Look, there's problems all over the place, but I got to ask David directly the direct to consumer subs at Warner Brothers, 94.9 plus 2.8 million additional. Is that really bad? Is that bad? Yeah.
0: No, it's right around what people were expecting. Fine. I mean, they're clo- they're closing in on hundred million subs. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm uh, giving Zazzle some huge Paramount's at sixty-seven million. They came in light. Uh, right. Peacock's only fifteen million paid subs. Obviously, if you're a Comcast cable subscriber, you get it. Um, the question remains: all the money being spent on this content to keep and and bring in new subscribers, is it in
2: any way going to generate real return? Well, you know, but there's there's Aslov, who's a figure of, of great prominence in our industry, talking about, you know what, the age of content is back. Remember, yes, remember but, we, we, but we, he's we, also
0: talking about the fact that you've got to do it in movie theaters, you got to even consider still licensing it and right. selling it to third parties, right. and you've got to use it to actually keep your own streaming service robust. He's not saying that you just got to keep feeding the beast endlessly and spending enormous amounts of money. We'll, we'll see what, how this all plays out. And when you have $50 billion in debt, you better you better not make too many missteps.
2: But this is a man who is known for not making missteps. we got to give him that. I mean, we've got to get this, this, this man's a pro. This is not an amateur. Absolutely true.
3: With, uh, with that settled, we'll get uh, Kramer's mad dash and count down to the opening bell as uh, we put uh, this uh, week to bed. Uh, still looking for our first gain of the week, even though the s and is pretty much at a two-week low. Don't go anywhere. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. We talked about some of the china reopening headlines that we've been getting all week but uh, most notably today after the german chancellor's visit uh, that's got uh, chinese stocks once again on the move the nasdaq 100 gainers pre-market going to be led by baidu and jd.com opening bells in a few moments and don't forget you can always catch us anytime anywhere just listen to and follow the squawk on the street opening bell podcast back in a moment
0: All right, we're two minutes away from uh, starting the final trading day of the week let's get to a mad dash uh, the symbol here is T W L O but it might as well be P A I N wow.
2: yeah now there's a man by the name of Jeff Lawson one of the nicest people I've ever met and I don't mean because he taught me how to do code but the long knives are out for this man in this company you got three downgrades uh, the growth is, is slowing rather, really rather aggressively. Talking about short-term headwinds. Now Twilio is fantastic for small business to be able to track. You know, put out a memo and given free beer tonight. And you send it to all your uh, the people you have emails. But there's a lot of things. They bought a lot of different divisions. Everything bad. What happened? Dramatic slowdown. Acute. Cowen says acute pressure from worsening macro. Management pulled a 30% growth, took it down to basically half. That's
3: and funny because all the price target cuts are basically yeah. halves, right? Uh, well, RBC goes from 100 to 55. It's all like that. 55 well, is going
0: to be a nice move up from 49, where it may settle today. A high, by the way, 52 weeks, 317.
2: Well, look, I, I've been there many times. They've made some. They've made some additions. Some companies. They've added a couple of things to make it better for small business. Contrast that with Intuit, which actually had a good number for small business, so don't write over small business. You have them? Well, and I have nothing more to say. Good for him
0: coming on. I always like to see a him. CEO willing to oh, come no. on on a bad day.
2: Wow. Okay. The long now should not be out there.
3: I look forward to that. In time, let's get the opening bell here at the uh, big board this morning. It is oil field services company, SLB, now... Uh, formerly Schlumberger, celebrating its new identity.
2: Well, you know what, they've raised the dividend, a uh, really big dividend. You like the old days, increased the buyback. They are so good. They've always been great, ever since they were... As I met, and they rejected me in 1984.
3: I was proud. And up the it Nasdaq, it's Progress, a provider of application. Development software. So you might be asking why the green uh, on the heels of the hot Jobs number, I guess above expectations. Jim, I mean, the dollar is is weakening today on I that saw Chinese are Our
2: excellent yeah. people who give us think, said the, the dollar going down. I mean that to me has been a signal get long. Uh, at the same time, I think sometimes when you have the big bad event that's over people the hope immediately starts that things will be the harsh words of pal are now uh, in the distance and we start thinking one thing only which is that that china is going to open so you see nike just charging ahead incredible and david there is absolutely nothing which says that china's going to open other than a very good meeting between the germans but bioentech is the way that you could if you're president xi sneak in uh, a way to be able to not to immunize.
0: Yeah. It does feel like given the news stories this week and it's always very hard to parse exactly what's going on in China and we certainly love Yunus Eunice, Yunus' help in doing that, but the momentum does seem towards some sort of opening up well, I mean, over it's, time. How long can and you... a move away from from zero covid and that's it, being reflected. Uh, you it, can see what's happening. Look at
2: that. I mean, that's look, a, that's if, a huge communist regime all powerful premier brought 400 million people back, you know, in the middle class, but at the same time, all dictators cannot ignore the people who are saying this regime is not working for me. And I've got to tell you, if you've been locked down as much as they do, even though President Xi is there for life, Carl, I think that there's a division in that country where there's really a belief that the economy is slowing. The unemployment there is much higher for teenagers, for younger people than it is here. Unemployment's really big. There.
3: That's interesting. Uh, Jim's right. Nike's leading the Dow this morning, followed by some other names. Caterpillar's up there. Do you think that, so does this bounce, is it contingent on rates coming down or not?
2: Um, I, think it, I think that everybody wants rates to come down, and I think that's a fool's errand. But hope springs eternal, and the, the equity guys have continually felt uh, different to the bond guys.
3: Well, I ask because yesterday Mike Wilson and Morgan Stanley was talking to some CIOs, according to the desk over there, and said that um, needed to hold 36.50 for one, but that he also said if the ten-year got above 435, then his tactical bounce call was no longer valid.
2: Well, I think he's going to be right. I continue to see the companies that do best are the companies that are able to put through price increases. You mentioned Hershey. There's just you can charge anything for chocolate.
3: Hershey's amazing. Yeah. Uh, organic up 12. Street was looking for seven. They raised the guy. They see organic up 14.
2: No, I mean, organic up 14. Oh. You, you can, again, David, if you're in the certain businesses where people snack, there, you can charge what you want, but uh, that's inflationary. I know, but
0: they've been executing. They've been just doing a, a great yeah. job over there at Hershey. I, 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 I beg
2: Michelle Buck to come on.
0: I know. She doesn't no, do I, a lot. I failed.
2: Yeah, she doesn't do a lot. Show, the CEO of her Mad show. Money, I offer the, um. uh, any you know uh, eleven o'clock, which is mine to, is not mine to offer. Did you guys catch Tony you- Shoe today on on DoorDash? Yes. Well, how about he fa- said that the, the food spend category has only been down twice in sixty years. So you know, Pal has got is really got the toughest job, maybe. Yeah. Uh,
3: they guide above on Gov. Um, And Tony, she was on Squawk Box this morning. Talk about the, the pretty good guidance and results.
2: We had, you know, record growth in terms of the volume that we delivered. We also beat on the bottom line as well. And, you know, the resilience of demand for delivery continues to be really strong as reflected in our guidance as well. And so, you know, in addition to achieving all of these positive things for the platform, we're very proud that we're able to generate tens of billions of dollars for merchants. pay out tens of billions of dollars in earnings to Dashers, and continue to reduce fees for consumers.
3: Back above the 50-day for the first time in almost three months. These are so hard, DoorDash,
2: uh, Airbnb's hard. I find Uber hard. They always sound, David, they sound so uh, exciting to younger investors uh, because they've used the product. But that's been a terrible way Big
0: it has. But I mean, this is a week in which Uber began the week, I think, with a strong earnings report or at least one that was I, well received I, I, I by the market it. and ending it. on on DoorDash being well received. Until. Does it send a, until. Until what? Until, later. until a
2: couple days later and people forget they start selling. It.
0: OK, but what about, you know, every earnings report is now parsed for what does it mean for the consumer? What does it mean for demand destruction or lack thereof? Back to the Fed, back to the idea of a soft landing or what we're gonna get next year. You know, none of these companies can give you guidance that's oh, worth a okay. damn, frankly, at this point. They just don't know. It's but
2: what, what they're trying to do is say, look, we gained customers during the pandemic and we didn't lose them. As a matter of fact, we continue to grow. That was the Etsy narrative. So you have these companies where the pandemic turned out to be a good business getter. How, I don't mean to be, you know, to talk about money conflated with people's lives, but David, if you got customers during the pandemic and then it increased, we like your stock. Right. It, but like gaming, personal computers, they'll, we hate them. Because after the pandemic ended, we uh, stopped buying. Right. Gaming in particular. Holy cow, do people hate the gaming stocks.
3: Does that explain uh, DraftKings today?
2: Uh, betting, yeah. yeah. And I, Jason Ramos I like, but geez, I mean, I, look, I, I, I was stunned. I was stunned that he's talking about a slowdown, particularly because the football season's been filled with with excitement and with upsets. And uh, his stock is down a remarkable 16 percent. And I I need to know more about that. I got to talk to him. Um, That's what I'm doing tonight. That was a promo. Oh, you got him tonight? Oh, good.
0: Um, Starbucks is up over 8 percent now. How much do we think is is a reflection of the numbers? And how much is simply on this excitement about China's
2: so-called possible
0: reopening. Right. I
2: know Howard Schultz might not like this, but I'd probably say that three-quarters is China. Three-quarters is China. Yeah, I mean, North America's real good. But right. But, you know, the idea that... Um, so they, it's more
0: they... in the bucket of Nike and Starbucks, both up sharply because in the
2: same way that Alibaba's up.
0: Exactly. Exactly, dude. Okay, just making it clear. Um, you want to hit PayPal, Jim?
2: Yeah, you know, I, look, I think that PayPal is a triumph of Dan Schulman saying, okay, look, um, things are slowing a bit, but we've got to deal with Apple, uh, we've got uh, many things that are going right. with stock's down 62%. I, you know, Elliott Partners is in there, David, and that's what I have to research after this, uh, after our show's over.
0: Um, his job has been thought to not be that secure. Exactly. That's why I bring it up. And
2: I've known Dan for forever. Uh, we've had our differences of opinion, but I think that PayPal is one of those companies that I remember, speaking, when you speak with bankers, they'll often say, "When it was at 200 billion, are you kidding me?" Right. I mean, the margins are going to be, you know,
0: slashed, and the margins are being slashed. And there's some of the commentary from him on the call in terms of seeing the impact of people cutting back a bit in segments of the market. High end saying still, still strong, but it's sort of the middle and low. Well, the stock was are, down 10 uh, last so many, night. So many different metrics that in this environment, trying to understand what's coming, and they. You know that doesn't sound particularly good. Well, at the same I, time, we get an unplo- uh, unemployment number this morning that looks pretty strong. You're saying manufacturing well, okay. very
2: strong. So square. It's very hard to sort of square. Uh, I was going to th- ask you about so so block and th- 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 actually. There was a yeah. big block. There was a uh, piece out there for seven reasons to sell it. They refuted every. Uh, uh, every uh, uh, refuted every single one of them, and then you have. I I had an Expedia one. I'm sure someone has Expedia one today, and I didn't get them. I think it's probably true. (laughs) But Expedia, I felt was nothing special.
3: It wasn't. Um, Nothing special, people uh, loved it. Two cent miss bookings were light, right? And yet?
2: 25% lodging increase, but you know, Airbnb had better growth and people didn't like Airbnb. So I think the market is being the term I use, erratic. And erratic is uh, not necessarily conducive to trying to make a lot of money. There it is. Particularly when you can buy the two year.
3: We got him at eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven thirty. Yeah. Him and Twilio. But why, am I, why do I even come to work? I don't know. <laughs> what is the purpose
2: of coming to work if everybody has everybody?
3: Oh, give me a break. You um, get, get half the CEOs, man. On the heels of the Expedia print, a Live Nation, a record quarter for attendees at uh, concerts: forty-four million people, eleven thousand events.
2: That's, that's what people people just keep going out. Uh, they go to Metallica concerts, David. Right. I haven't liked Metallica. You like Metallica? I really like Metallica. Okay. I, I knew my, everything about you. When, oh, my tinnitus, you when my tinnitus was really raging, uh, Mark Benioff, CEO of Salesforce, put me in the front row of Metallica so that I did not have to hear the tinnitus. But I had so much ringing in my ears the next day I couldn't hear the program. Couldn't hear anything. No.
3: Well, I know Billy Joel's now touring with Stevie Nicks, and I know you and Stevie oh go way back. Oh, my God. Back, so. Billy Joel
2: asked for a picture of me because he said we were separated at birth. I had five pictures of Stevie Nicks taken, and I never got one of them. But she loves mad. Uh, how about that ExxonMobil? Uh, you hear what I said? No, I was just, you know...
0: She loves Mad. She loves, she loves no, Mad. No, I know she loves not, Mad. Not Squawking the Street. Nish.
3: Mad.
2: Mad. Davy
3: Nick.
0: Yeah, Mad. We, no, she didn't get it. They can't get up. Of you know, way back in the day, Barbara Streisand used to love Squawk That's Box. True. She used to flip stocks. She used to. She used to write us emails. Today
2: Today's Nish. the anniversary
3: then, of her Broadway. For some, albums, some reason, really, is it stopped. really? Yes. Yeah.
2: Is it really? Okay, so I'm going to get you one. Yo, know, I saw on a clear day.
3: The original Clear yeah, Day. Clear. So Jim Wait. is, I guess, seen every uh, all the classics. I love theater up. so much. On until a Clear Day, you can said forever, I'd never yeah. make it.
0: I love On yeah. a Clear Day. You were never going to be a song and dance man.
2: You know what
3: it was right really great?
0: Right
2: here is the only actual talent at this desk in <laughs> terms <laughs> of honey. music.
3: Milk and honey.
2: It was great. <laughs> this is the land of milk and honey. It was <laughs> great.
3: Some of the names <laughs> we didn't get. to, How about that Exxon? Exxon,
2: Yeah. Oh, I don't know that play. I never saw it. Was <laughs> that was <laughs> that with Robert Morris? <laughs> Uh, oh, he was excellent. Every, uh, well, guess you what want I to know saw. About him business in. Guess everybody? what I saw
0: him. In. You saw him in that, and yes, I did. yeah, he was great. I
2: did. I tried to emulate him for you. I
0: mentioned it because uh, if you missed it, uh, our, uh, our special, our great documentary on Exxon is going to be airing tonight on CNBC. They're releasing it from Peacock. Jail. it's coming back out of the paywall on free TV, seven o'clock tonight. Look, the only thing I care about
2: that at, is the, stock keeps at the crossroads, running. the stock keeps running. And that's where I come down. It does. It's, uh, so, it has you know, performed quite well since the dock first
0: aired late June. You can talk, about, first you can talk about
2: your special at 7 all, all you want. Okay. I'm telling people to buy Exxon, not off your special, which is when?
3: 7 o'clock tonight. Okay. So there you go. Uh, Carvana, Jim, that's a fresh five-year low here.
2: Well, I mean, when you read the the, the conference call, another, it was another long, live situation. I mean, people are talking about, they do they need more financing? But the company itself... Said, uh, there's a line on it which just said, Cars ended the quarter at their most unaffordable point ever. Wedbush said, tough quarter, worst outlook. Now, we know, by the way, that Hertz, Steve Schur, has to deal, trade cars with Carvana. Yes. Well, Carvana, if now, Carvana is going to say maybe they don't need financing. I'm not going to go against any company when I say they may need financing, but there's a, a lot there to. Um, let's just say, chew if you want to get into the stock. It's a risky stock. And has been for some time. But they raised a lot of money themselves. They go did. back to the well. They did, founders spent a lot of money. Do you think that when, on do, you, do you think that j looks at stocks? Yes. Absolutely. I do, too. Yeah. Well, so he has to look at the most levered companies and wonder whether it be uh, David Altis or whether it be Altis, or whether it be Carvana, which okay. is way too levered.
3: We were mentioning Bed Bath earlier in this report that suppliers are still restricting shipments to af- even after the new financing.
2: What, what's incredible is when you go to Bed Bath, they look, my Bed Bath looks terrific, uh, but there's nobody in it. We strolled. One time, Bed Bath was so popular at one point that when I went to uh, Boston and dropped my daughter to college, I was taking pictures of how many people, and they took my phone away said, you can finish that. But now, I went to Bed Bath. I was the only customer. I and mean, it was really kind of daunting because when I went to the register, they said the register was closed. So well, I guess there you go. They told me I'd use a scanner or else. I, I'm still um, not comfortable with scanners.
0: Uh, you know, back to China for a minute, guys. I, I, curious why Apple shares might be down they're not down a great deal, we are talking half a percent, but so you might expect that point. it would be a beneficiary as well of this idea that the economies start going to move into another gear well, in China well, as a result of people being let out of their houses more often.
2: Well, you know, Apple puts a freeze on some suppliers, like the suppliers, are really going to tell the truth. Right? Sky,
3: Skyworks did guide below. No, Skyworks
2: did, but Christian Mont said that uh, Apple business is fabulous. Skyworks not allowed to really speak directly about Apple. That's part of the rules. I mean, look, people want Apple. They've lumped in Apple with some of these others. Like I don't know if you watched Alphabet every day. I imagine that Ruth Porat, not Borat, Porat is looking at.
0: What? I'm looking at a text that could be important. I'm
2: talking directly to you. I know, but I'm,
0: somebody's telling me something. Yeah,
2: okay, well, I'm going back. As I was saying, Carl, um, Alphabet is a stock that goes down pretty much every day. Now, Meta is one of those that uh, David the other day asked me whether uh, Mark Zuckerberg cared about the price. I think the stock itself is an indicator of how much it cares.
3: Well, it's now the biggest S&P loser of the year. Well, how do you like that? Yeah.
2: That's what happens when you lose. Oh, you're back talking again? again? I am. I'm back. <laughs> thank you.
3: Ray, joining us now is David Faber. Yeah,
0: what he was doing, guys, what was amazing, was
2: I'm, he was putting his lineup in.
0: Really? Because when you get tech sometimes from market notables, you pay attention can to I them show as you, well.
2: Can I show you the, the cookies that my daughter's making in her bakery business? They are beautiful, by the way. Extraordinary. Yeah, I'm
0: told that Apple's going down with large cap tech being taken down by software. That's not really oh, well, particularly... That's great. Isn't that's that great insight? I know. Yes. Thank you.
2: Yes. DA probes rackets. I <laughs> know that's true. It's uh, true. We, but won. that's the
0: kind of insight you get from yeah. big players on Wall Street.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I saw Zero Mostel. <laughs> Did you um, I really? I saw Zero Mostel. In, in the original in Fiddler. Yeah. 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 Or
3: Fiddler. Yeah, Fiddler. Yeah. Fiddler. Okay. Okay. yeah.
2: Wow. Very nice. I saw Frogs at Yale.
3: That's real that's that's getting deep. Deep Sondheim.
2: And I love yeah. yes. Yes. Wow. Sondheim. Sondheim. Okay. Sondheim. Um, I miss Sondheim. I know, I know.
3: We all do. Well, um, by the way, technology
0: is starting to turn around. Just to just to be, oh. I mean Microsoft down, Apple. Where are you, down, you focused uh, down.
2: Skyworks is up. Skyworks is up. Yeah. Even you know, you're, you're, by the way, Skyworks, let me just say this. There's a guy, Li-
0: down. there's
2: a guy, Liam Griffin, and he has been sold short, and his company's been sold short. it has got a 2.8% yield. People act as if, along with Christian Armand, that these companies are done. Cell phones are done. Can I just remind people that China, if it opened up, China. Ahead of David's favorite shopping day. eleven yeah, 11? A, 11 11 11 11
0: Singles Day, the old singles day. Now,
2: it's interesting, is not it? 1-11-11 was when the peace treaty was signed. I was over there for
0: an eleven eleven 11 day many years at, at ago. Versailles? You know, Snowflake's down
2: 8%, by the way. Well, you can rent the, you can rent the cloud all you want.
3: We've lost some of the opening gains as the dollar is reversing a bit here. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey Bob.
1: Morning, guys. Uh, By the way, I saw Zero Mostel in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, too, and it was one of my favorite experiences of all time. But uh, we uh, opened strong, but what happened? We just sold right into this thing. We were around... 3766 at the open. What are we sitting at here? 3743. We lost 23, 24 points just in the last 10 minutes or so. Remember, we're down four straight days in the S&P 500. We're down about 4% going in today. It's been a lousy start to November. Uh, Let me just show you the sectors. The China thing is definitely helping to a certain extent. So some of the value stuff, uh, there's Crane shares, which is the uh, China tech, Uh, energy, uh, metals, industrials, value stuff has been helped. A, a little bit by these China rumors. Uh, and that's certainly good news. They Generally, those sectors have held up pretty well this week. They're down 1%, 2% uh, maybe. What's really having a problem here is the growth area. So we need to get communication services and consumer discretionary and technology stocks up. This has just been a horrible week for these growth sectors. Um, this is a pretty modest move to the upside on tech here, 0.37%. That's not much. We were much higher right at the 0. Open and communication services you see now has turned negative. Let's look at Big Cap, big cap Tech right now. Uh, Apple opened right near 143. Uh, look at that, 137. This is in 10 minutes. It's gone from almost 143 to 137 in 10 minutes. These were mostly positive uh, at the open and now have turned negative. This has been a horrible week for these names. Uh, Let me just show you where we were. Uh, This is just prior to the open. This is so far the first four days of the week, of this week. Uh, Amazon, everything is down double digits in four trading days. After we had, you know, a decent uh, October, uh, the start of November has just been horrible. And what's going on is we are re-rating the 2023 earnings estimates for growth for these companies. That's what we're doing, essentially. They're taking down the numbers overall. And these are, by the way, new lows for these stocks, except for Apple. Everything is essentially at a 52-week low, including communication services and uh, consumer discretionary. Tech's essentially there, maybe 1%. Finally, you were talking about Hershey's. I love watching Hershey's, and I'll tell you why. It's basically chocolate bars. So the question is, how much can they raise prices on chocolate bars? So here's something great. It's amazing. The revenues, this is total revenues, we're up 15.6%. Half of that was because of price increases. Now, some of this, there was some uh, uh, non-organic growth in there. They had a dot acquisition. But uh, half of the increases in the revenues were because they raised the prices. This is rather amazing, almost an 8% increase in prices because of their just their ability to get through it. Carl, you'd think at some point they're going to say, uh-uh. Uh, No, thank you. Keep your chocolate bar. I don't want an 8% increase, but they're still getting away with it. And look at that 20% up this year. That's one of the best
3: performing stocks uh, in the uh, in the S&P 500. Carl, back to you. All right, Bob, thank you. Uh, Bob Bassani this morning. As we go to break, let's check the bond report, see how treasuries are faring. We did get the two year back to about 477. That was a new 15 year high uh, backing off just a touch. Ten year got to 418 or so and really hasn't backed off much at all. Dow's up 181, and we're holding 37.40, roughly. Be right back. We had that nice bounce on the open, uh, despite the jobs number. A lot of it was due to a dollar weakness, but that's reversed a bit. We're holding on to a gain of about 150 on the Dow. Dollar has reversed, and the VIX, though, still holding below 25. We're back after a break. Don't go away. Jim, what's on Matt tonight? First, I have to tell you, there's no
2: fun at Funco. Very bad quarter. Uh, DraftKings, tough quarter. Uh, MP Materials, that's uh, special materials. It's very good. And then Cloudflare. Uh, yeah, I got to tell you, Matthew Prince did a great quarter. Doesn't matter because it's in that cohort of things that are melting down. Is the right term? Melting down. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know what stops him. I don't know what stops him. Stops him. You don't know what stops him. I don't know what stops him.
3: Uh, we don't know what stops the Eagles. Congratulations on last night. Thank
2: you very uh, much. 8-0.
3: It's huge.
2: Thank you. Howie Roseman has put yep. together a really a Take No Prisoners team. And we have a, a quarterback that is, I think, the envy, the en- should be the envy of our
3: nation. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. of our state. Getting supporters. a lot of chatter. Good weekend. Thank uh, you. will see you tonight. Mad Money, 6 p.m. You've been listening to the opening bell on
4: CNBC's Squawk on the Street.